so okay everybody welcome back to wake up with wfab this is your host sabrina and today we're going to be talking about discovering your success mechanism okay discovering your success mechanism this is going to be amazing and super powerful for everybody that's looking to create a brand new reality for themselves understand that they have the power to create a brand new reality for themselves i'm going to be talking about different topics today i'm trying to see how many sessions i have for the people taking notes so the first section is going to be your built-in guidance system the second section is going to be how your success mechanism work works. Uh, we're going to talk about psycho-cybernetics, five important and concepts to remember, and hopefully we have time to go to the end, and why not imagine yourself successful, okay, which we'll get there. Are you guys ready for those that are here on Zoom with me? Yes? Okay, awesome. Thank you to those who have their cameras open. I appreciate you guys. Um, so, okay, part one, guys, your built-in guidance system. Okay, I'm going to break that down for you. Oh, he's not muted. Let me just make sure that he is. Okay, awesome. So you have to understand, guys, that everybody, okay, has a success mechan a built-in success mechanism, okay, or what we call a goal-striving mechanism, okay, that was put there by its creator, by God, the universe, the creator, to help it achieve its goals, Okay, now the success mechanism, okay, um, in men, it can help him answer, again, get him answers to problems, invent, write poetry, um, run a business, sell merchandise, explore new horizons, um, attain more peace of mind, develop a better personality, achieve success in any other activity, okay, that is intimately um, like a tied to his living or makes a fuller life. Animals and men, okay, have something, both of them, that we call a success distinct, um, instinct, a success instinct, okay? Animal, usually guys use it, and you're probably understanding, to use it to cope it with their environment. So animals use, right, their success instinct to survive in their environment, to know that if I do this, it's going to protect me, this is danger. I'm not teaching you guys anything. I'm sure you've seen, you know, episodes, and you see lions, and you see them in the wild, and they talk about how they have instincts. We... So they have that. However, we often overlook the fact that men too have a success instinct, much more marvelous and much more complex than that of the animal. Okay, however, men, human, aka us, have something that animals don't, a creative mechanism. So we all have a success instinct. This is to keep us alive. This is to, when you're cold, you're going to put a vest. When you're hungry, you're going to eat. When you're thirsty, you're going to drink. We have a success instinct, just like animals, but we have something that they don't have, which is a creative mechanism. And you can literally direct your success mechanism by the use of your imagination or your imaging ability. And Napoleon Bonaparte once said, imagination rules the world. And this is really going to be the kind of center point of today's podcast, guys, um, imagination. And I'm going to break it down for you guys, okay, uh, throughout the, the presentation. So now that you know that you can direct your success mechanism through your imagination, while you can understand that you can imagine your future. How does that sound? You can imagine your future. 
you can have a memory of your future. And I'm going to break it down. And at the end, I'm going to give you an exercise to apply. Okay, so that was the first part, your built-in guidance system. So you really understand that we have a success instinct and that's something that we have is a creative mechanism. Okay, I'm letting people in. So now, how does your success mechanism work? That's part two. How's your, how does your success mechanism work? Okay, first, you have to understand that you are not a machine, but like you yourself are not a machine, but in the science of cybernetics, okay, they all point to the conclusion that our physical brain and nervous, and nervous system make up a servo mechanism that you use, okay? And that operates very much like a computer, okay? And a mechanical uh, goal-seeking device. So when you add your nervous system to your physical brain, it makes up a, a servo mechanism that you're going to use just like you would use a, a, a computer to achieve your goals, okay? Your brain and, nev and nervous system, okay, they constitute really a goal-striving mechanism, okay? It operates automatically, okay, to achieve a certain goal, okay? Um, it's going to help you aim for, for higher, okay? Okay. Um, so what does that servo mechanism do for you? What does it do for you? Okay, I'm looking at the comments. Okay. It serves different things. Okay. Your built-in servo mechanism function both as a guidance system. Okay. To, it's going to automatically steer you in the right direction to achieve a certain goal. Okay. So you have that guidance system. Okay. Or to make correct answers with your environment responses to your environment when somebody tells you something you're going to say something else when some when something happens you're going to you you know what i mean when we have an instinct when you react to things when you respond to things that's what it's going to help you with the guidance system or it's also going to act as an electronic brain so not only does it act your servo mechanism you can do like two arrows like this not only does it act as a guidance system but it also acts as a, an electronic brain Okay, this is going to help you automatically solve problems, give you needed answers and provide new ideas or inspiration. And I'm going to give an example of that after that. Okay. Um, so servo mechanism are construct constructed in a way that you get automatically, you can automatically steer um their way to a goal, target, or answer. What happens when when I say about electronic brain, you know, when you tie your shoe, it's automatic, right? I'm not saying like, okay. You have to go and you pick the thing and then you, you do, no, you know how to do it because it's just automatic. That's what it does. And that's why I'm going to break it down after I'm going to give you an example on how you can make your, you achieving your goals, something automatic for yourself. Okay. Just last you tying your shoes, me drinking coffee. I don't have to be like, okay, Sabrina, you have to use your hand to pick up the, the cup and then you put it next to your mouth and you drink. No, I know how to drink coffee. I just take my cup and I drink a sip of coffee. Because it's automatic. I don't have to tell myself to do it. It's it's in me. It's just something I've been doing for years and years and years. It's automatic. My brain doesn't need to think about it. You know what I mean? Where Whereas when you're solving a math problem, you have to think about it because it's not automatic. That's why what we say, practice makes perfect. And if there's one thing I learned in math, you want to be good in math, just, make, just do exercises. You'll get better. To be honest, you just do it, do it, do it over and over and over and over again, and you'll be good at it, right? I'm not teaching you guys anything here. So now, um, part number three is psychocybernetics. This is a new concept of how the, your brain works, okay? So basically, 
you know, when I said that you are not a machine, you are not, but okay, psychocybernetics, okay, this is basically the principle of cybernetics as applied to the human brain that says that man has a machine that he uses. So you are not a machine, but you have a machine that you can use in order to accomplish your goals, in order to have those automatic responses to with your environment. Okay. We're able again to accomplish the goal of picking up a pen. Okay. Because of an automatic mechanism. Okay. Let me just, so if I do this, I know how to pick it back up. If I drop it, I know how to pick it back up because it's an automatic mechanism. It's not by will. Okay. And forebrain thinking, thinking alone. When you select a goal and trigger it into action, right? An automatic mechanism takes over. Okay. And that's the point. First of all, you have picked up the point, the, the pen, right? Or performed the similar movements before. So your automatic mechanism learned something in the correct response needed. So every time you drop it and you pick it up, you're telling your brain, every time I drop my pen, I have to pick it up that way. So what it's doing, it's collecting this data. It's collecting this data on how you can, you know, you drop the pen, you pick it up. It's creating automatic patterns that you're going to be doing that you don't have to think about it when you're going to drop the your pen again. Next, like I just said, your um, automatic mechanism is going to use all of the feedback furnished to the brain by your eyes. Okay, so you're going to know exactly where it is. If you didn't pick it up, if you picked it up, how do you know, does your brain know? Through your eyes, through your sight, through what you see. Okay, and this data, okay, is going to enable that the automatic mechanism to continually correct the motion of your hand. You know, because like I could drop it here, but like if I'm over here trying to keep it like, no, the, the pen is here. And you're maybe like, okay, Sabrina, we get it. But is, I want you guys to understand this concept because you can apply this to your goals. You can apply this to creating the life that you, that you want, the life that you deserve, the life that you know is available for you. You just haven't gotten it yet. Okay, so once, however, a successful response has been accomplished, it is remembered for future use. Okay, so it's it, it's it, it stays in stock somewhere in your brain and it's like, okay, so I learned how to pick up a pen. So I'm just going to store this right there. Okay, so the automatic um, mechanism then duplicates the successful response on future trials. So it has learned how to respond successfully. It forgets its failures and repeats the successful action without any further conscious thought that is as a habit. So, for example, um, let's say you dropped the pen and many times you weren't able to pick it up. And many times and you did it over and over and over and over and over again and you didn't pick it up for some reason. OK, once you do pick it up, what your brain will remember is the right way to do it. OK, so, for example, um, if you're a dancer. You know, when you're practicing a certain dance move and you can't, you can't just do it. You, you're drilling it, you're drilling it. And then you, you have it. It's muscle mem memory, right? It's like, for example, me, um, I used to dance in heels. And for once, I, I don't know when it was, I think it was like three months ago. I went back guys. I haven't danced in heels for so freaking long. I went struggle my ass off. But one thing, my, my body, even though I haven't danced for a year has me muscle memory. So there's things I didn't even think I could do. And I watched my video and I was like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Muscle memory, because your, your brain remembers the right way of doing it, right? Same thing for math. Once you get it, you're going to get it. 
You know what I mean? So once you um, learned a new way of doing things, your brain is going to store that version, just like a habit, just like automatic response, just like when you're able to start waking up at 6 a.m. You know, guys, I used to not wake up at 6. Now I always wake up at 6 because I'm just, it's a habit. I'm used to it. My my body got used to it. Um, whereas two years ago, 6 a.m., that's like I would die, <laughs> okay? So now that you understand this concept, Okay, it's time to apply this to your goals. And don't forget, okay, that we have the chance to use our imagination to set goals for ourselves. And because we have emotions, we are able to feel things as if they were already happening right now. Okay, so science has finally like kind of confirmed what philosophers and mystics and other intuitive people have long declared that every human being has been literally engineered for success by its creator. And that every human being has access to power that is greater than himself. This means you have that power too. The only problem is that you've been conditioned to think that you are not deserving of a certain thing. You've been conditioned to think that you are worth a certain amount an hour. You've been conditioned to think that there's things that you can't accomplish by society, by the way you were raised, by your culture. Th those are things that were imposed. But when you were born, you were literally born to be successful, to be happy, to be uh, abundant. You weren't born to struggle. You weren't born to overthink. You weren't born to be negative towards yourself. That's not what you were born for. You've been conditioned that way, or you've been bullied. You've been taught certain things. Your parents taught you certain things. For example, me, I can talk about money. I was never really educated about money at home. That's not a topic that we were talking in my household. So how to save your money, how to manage, how to invest. Why do you guys think that today I'm partnered up with a platform that offers education about financial literacy, right? This obviously a career choice of mine that I decided to do because I was not conditioned to think good of money. But I, we weren't born here to struggle with money, to have money as a burden when money is just a tool and a resource that we can use in our advantage to create the life that we deserve. So really, and you'll see, as I'm talking, I'm always talking about the same concept and it always ties down to imagination. And I'm going to break that down at the end. I really want to go over the concepts first. Okay. So now I'm going to break down five important concepts to remember five points, five concepts, um, five traits that are important for you to remember here. Okay. <coughs> A little sick of uh, coffee for me. Right. Cause you know, um, so number one, your built-in success mechanism must have a goal or a target. Okay, so your, your built-in success mechanism must have a goal or a target. This goal or target or target must be conceived of as already in existence now, right? Um, it operates by either one, steering you to a goal already in existence or two, discovering something already in existence. So to be able to really like kind of activate your success mechanism, guys, you have to have a goal to work towards. You know, you can't like, to, if you really want to work towards something, you have to know what you're working towards, if that makes any sense, okay? So you need to, there's something that you want at the end. Is there a certain income that you want? Is there a certain weight that you want to be able to lose? Is there countries that you want to visit? Is there a job that you want to get accepted to? Is there a program in schools that you want to get access to? Is there a convention that you want to go to? You know, you have to have a target, a goal, something to achieve. Is there a certain team members that you want? A certain, a certain amount of sales that you want? Something to work towards, so you can use your imagination to get it because without no goal, without target, your success mechanism is not activated. 
because it's really driven by having goals and targets. You have to understand that that's how it works. Okay. Number two, the automatic uh, mechanism, okay, is, um, is theological. That is, it operates or must be oriented to end results goals. Okay, so do not be discouraged by the means whereby may not be apparent. Okay, it is the function of the automatic mechanism to supply the means whereby when you supply the goal. Did you see that? It is the function of the automatic mechanism to supply the means when you supply the goal. Okay, so think in terms of the end results and the mean and the means whereby we'll often take care of us. You know, when we say, don't focus on the how, just focus on the goal. That's what this means. Don't focus on how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, what am I going to do? No, just know it's going to happen. So, okay, you want to start, let's say we're going to do, we're going to use money at this example. It could be anything. We're going to use money. Let's say your goal is to make $10,000 by the end of 2023, by the end of 2022. That's your end goal. Don't start thinking of how I'm going to do it, but what am I going to do? I don't know how to start. I don't know where to get it. Because now, what are you doing? You're imposing doubts on your goals. You're telling your success mechanism, well, I'm not good enough to accomplish this, so it's not going to happen. No. Your success mechanism is telling you, you tell me what the goal is. I'm going to tell you the how. I'm going to show you the how. I'm going to make it happen. But it starts with you. It's if you don't plant the seed of having the goal, if you don't plant the seed of belief, if you don't plant the seed of, of believing in yourself, of wanting more, then what do you want? Yourself? You know, it's like, you know, when we say, um, if you want people to help you, you have to help yourself first. That's what it is. You want your success mechanism to help you, your success instinct to help you, help yourself first. Right? So that was number two. I love that point. Number three. Do not be afraid of making mistakes, okay, or temporary failures, because all servo mechanism achieve a goal by negative feedback or by going forward, making mistakes and immediately correcting course. Like I said, it's going to only um, store the, um, the positive, the good version. So every time you fail, don't see it as a failure. It's a way for you to learn and improve. It's a way for you to be like, okay, I made a mistake. What can I do to make it better? So as soon as you don't have the correct way of doing something, the correct way of saying something, of thinking something, of doing something, it's not going to get stored unless you identify that as being what it is. Okay, I failed. This is what it is. I'm a failure. I felt this and this and that. Then that's going to, that's what you're going to be storing there. But if you tell yourself, I made a mistake, now I'm going to do something to do better. You're not storing anything. You're telling your brain, hey, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. I have to work on this. What can I do to make it better? That's what you're sending signals to. So don't be afraid of making mistakes. Don't be like, oh my God, I can't fail because my life, no, no, no. No, mistakes and failures are there to make you learn. That's why, you know, and I talked about it, you know, in the last couple of weeks, overcoming obstacles and all these things, all of these things are there. Um, you can go back and listen to the episode if you want. All of these things are there to for something. I truly, I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. And if you're going through anything, it's because life is telling you, listen, you're asking for a lot of things. You ain't ready. So I'm going to make you go through this challenge. I'm, I'm going to make you fail here and there and here and there so you can learn, so you can get better and find the answer for yourself. 
You know what I mean? It's like, you know, when somebody tells you like, oh, I made these mistakes in the past and you shouldn't do it. And you're like, yeah, right. Yeah. You don't understand until you go through it. You don't really learn until you learn. It's like, you know, when we tell you this friend is not good for you and you're like, no, but that's my best friend. You're not going to believe that's not the right friend until you see it, that that person is not your real friend. And then you're like, oh my God, that person really is not. And then you go to your mom and your mom is like, I told you. And you're like, yeah, but now I believe it. Now I see it. So until you, you know what I mean? Like you really have yourself to acknowledge it, to yourself learn something, to be able to keep it and store that information in your brain. Because if it's just imposed by others, it, it doesn't have the same impact. It's not as strong. Okay, so that was number three. Do not, uh, number three, sorry, do not be afraid of making mistakes because they are there to help you, to give you feedback so you can become better and correct the course to, so you can store that information in your servo mechanism. Okay, so number four. Okay, skill learning of any kind is accomplished by trial and error. Mentally correcting aim after an error until a successful motion, movement, or performance has been achieved. After that, right, further learning and continued success is accomplished by getting the past, by forgetting the past errors, okay? And remembering the successful response so that it can be imitated. Again, trial and error. You try something, it doesn't work. You try something else and you try something else until you're going to find something that works. You're going to store that information. You're going to have an automatic response. You're going to have a successful response. It's really true, like really, really through trial and error that you're able to learn, that you're able to, to, to find new ways, find new patterns on how to accomplish what you want to accomplish, on how to, to get better and all that stuff. Okay, so this is really like your brain is really smart, guys. It'll store all of that information. So I feel like sometimes we're like such an um in a hurry to do things, and and I get it, and I get it because I've been there, and I've and I've I see myself being there often. Where you know you're so like tapped in, and you're so focused on the end goal, and you want it to happen quicker. So you're like, no, I don't want to make mistakes, and this, and, and I want to get it the first time, but. That's not how it is. Sometimes we just have to breathe and be like, okay, I'm in perfect alignment. This is perfect alignment timing. Um, I'm in divine timing, right? Everything is happening for a reason. I'm going through these challenges to make me better so I can learn and overcome more, right? And I'm making mistakes because I have to learn and I have to tell my servo mechanism that there's better way to do things so it can have an automatic response to things that happen in the future. All for a reason. I swear, when you start getting tapped in with this information, you're like, oh my God, everything, you, you put everything into relation, into relationship together. That was number four. Okay. Now, number five. You must learn to trust your creative mechanism to do its work and not jam it by becoming too concerned or too anxious as to whether it will work or not, or by attempting to force it by too much conscious effort. You must let it work rather than make it work. Okay, this trust is necessary because your creative mechanism operates below the level of consciousness and you cannot know what is going on beneath the surface. That number five is key. It is crazy key important. What happens is that you're going to, okay, you're going to set a goal. You're going to set a goal. You understand how powerful your brain is. You understand everything we talked about, but what's going to happen? You're going to start worrying. 
and they're gonna start being anxious. Okay, so you want to make ten? Let's say um, you want to make ten thousand dollars. Okay, I want to make it. It's done. But then, oh no, but I'm not gonna make it. Oh no, but am I really gonna make it? Am I going to? No, I don't think I deserve it. Oh yeah, but I'm not good. You're not trusting your creative mechanism. You're not trusting that you are deserving of those things. Therefore, you don't attract them. Therefore, you do not. You're not being, you're not expressing gratitude. If you're not expressing gratitude, you're pushing away your blessings. The best way to welcome blessings into your life, to welcome success into your life is to express gratitude. How are you going to express gratitude when you're too, um, too caught up with being, with, with anxiety, with being anxious, with stressing, overthinking, thinking that you're not deserving of those things. But that's what happened when you're not letting your creative mechanism do its work. Don't forget all you got to do is think of the end goal and the success mechanism will take care of the how. The how will come. Don't like, guys, if you would have asked me two years ago what my life would have been now, I would have been like, there's no way. Like, there's no way. How? I didn't even know about network marketing. How? I wasn't in this lifestyle, right? I wasn't having the life that I have right now whatsoever, Right. So imagine I would have asked those questions and I would have been like, there's no way I wouldn't have attracted it. Whereas I didn't even know this was going to be a goal of mine. So I didn't stress over it. Guess what? I attracted it because I didn't stress about it. I didn't stress about my bit about a business because I didn't even know I was going to have a business. I wasn't stressing about network marketing. I didn't even know about network marketing. And when I found out, I just jumped in and here I am today. You know what I mean? So it's really about trusting your creative mechanism that it works for you. Don't, and you know what? I don't remember when I, when I read that or what book I read it in, in, but it said, you know, if you want to worry, you have to worry before the plan. So let's say you're about to game plan for the next two months, for the next year, you're going to game plan. Okay. So I'm going to start making this amount of money. I'm going to move out. I'm going to buy a car. I'm going to do this and this and this and this and that. Once your plan is written out, once you have your goals list, you can't stress it. You already have it, write it down. You already know it's done. Why are you stressing it? If you want to stress about your goals, do it before the plan. Like, let's say you want to write down your goals tonight. Stress now. Stress now. You know what I mean? Like, once you write it down, once it's in your, in your journal, in your notebook, don't stress it. The plan is written out. You know, you, you, you put it pen on paper. Your goals are going to, to be accomplished. You know that. Because you know today, after this call, that you can't focus on the how. You just have to focus on the end goal. You just wrote down your end goals. Why are you stressing? Because by stressing, you're sending way different signals to the universe. You're sending different signals to your brain. You're telling your brain, yo, you write down those goals. You're crazy to think it's going to be done. There's no way. You suck. Right now you're listening to me like, no, I don't suck. Well, that's what you're telling yourself every time you overthink your goals after writing it down. I'm just being straight up. And I've been there before. And we do a whole game plan. We're, we're so excited. And the next day, oh, but oof, there's no way. Why are you doing that? You spent a whole night game planning, being excited about you becoming rich and traveling the world. You know, and you know what, guys? Like even myself, and it's going to happen often where you forget what you've done. And I forgot for a hot minute, not going to lie. I forgot for a hot minute, everything I did this year. You know what I did? Pretty interesting. I stopped my TikTok. Okay. Cause I am very active on there. I stopped my content and I started looking at what I did this year. And I'm like, for a hot minute, I forgot I was a bad bitch. Oh my God. I'm like, I forgot. Do that. 
remind yourself of everything you've done so far, everything you've accomplished, everything you've overcome, because maybe you're not where you want to be in life. I get it. I'm not where I want to be in life. I'm proud of me, not where I want to be, but you still, you've come a long way. And sometimes maybe you need that reassurance. Maybe you need that little pat in the back and be like, yo, you don't suck as much as you think you do. <laughs> okay. You're not as bad as you think. You're actually not so bad. Like you, you're killing it. And sometimes doing that guys, that's, what's going to give you belief that you can do more. Because if you keep telling yourself, you suck and you suck and you suck, and you're not able to see what you've done so far, it's like at some point you're working against the, the current, you know what I mean? You're like, wow, you're working hard. You're not helping yourself. So maybe take some time today to look at where you come from. Where were you exactly on this day a year ago, two years ago? I know that three years ago on this exact day wasn't no good for me for sure. <laughs> Maybe four years ago. So now that I look at all of that, I'm like, wow. Because three years ago was COVID. Like um, we couldn't go out the house. So four years ago was probably when I was like going out. It's a Friday. So probably was out. Um, you know what I mean? And when you look at all of that, you're like, okay, so now I've overcame all of that. I come from this person. I became this person. So if I want to become that person, I can. Just as much as I, I went from there to here, I can go from here to there. You understand where I'm going with this now, right? And I did that. And it's just like, just I scrolled on TikTok for five minutes. I was like, okay. I was like, I literally came from being in a bad situation, you know, income and a job that I didn't like and, and a lifestyle that I didn't like to really having way more opportunities to traveling every other month and all that stuff that, I'm, that I have, I'm traveling next week again. It's like my fifth time going to Miami this year. For somebody that has never been to Miami before this year, I've been five times this year. For some of you guys, it's boring. But to me, when I never been before and this year, it's been five times. I've traveled nine times this year. To me, when I think of that, I'm like, wow, because I used to travel once a year. You know what I mean? So thinking of those things, I'm like, I was powerful enough to go from this to that. I'm powerful enough to go from here to there. Never forget that. The energy you, you took to get to where you are today, you can 10x that to get to where you want to go in life. Never forget that. You are that powerful. Okay? So, um, okay, I'm going to skip that part. So now, imagination, um, the first key to your success mechanism. So uh, imagination dot dot, the first key to your success mechanism. Okay? We have two parts left. Okay? So the first concept to understand is that we have two different types of imagination. Okay, we have creative imagination and destructive imagination. I'm going to explain. Creative imagination is you think using your imagination to see yourself in the dream house that you have, the dream car, dream body, dream spouse, uh, dream kids, whatever it is, like a positive. You're good. You're aligned. You're abundant. It's creative. It's fun. You're traveling. You're gorgeous. Having amazing relationships, making friends. A destructive imagination is you making up, um, how can I say that? Making up um, scenarios that have never happened as if they did happen right? So you're literally imagining something that's no good for you. Like, oh my God, what if I fail? Oh my God. Oh my, like, what if like, I can't pay for my, I can't pay my bills. What if my income decreases? You're just, this, you're, you're using your imagination in a negative way. So creative imagination is positive imagination, positive way to use your, your imagination is there as a tool for you to use in your advantage. 
So whether you're going to use it in a positive way through creative imagination, or you're going to use it in a negative way through destructive imagination. A lot of you guys do it. A lot of you guys do it. And I'm one of them that I used to do that. Or, you know, when, I don't know if you can relate, but I used to do that all the time. Like, let's say you, you argue with somebody and you leave and you're like, oh my God, I should have said this and this and that. But then imagine she would have answered this. And then I would have said that didn't fucking happen. Didn't happen that way. Why are you doing that? I used to do that so much. Like, and then I would do like the whole scenario, but like in a, it was a negative way. It's like, oh my God. And then imagine we like, why are you imagining that? Why don't you imagine you winning the lottery, bro? Like, instead of freaking imagining you getting in a fight with somebody. Not a natural fight, but you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I used to do that all the time. So I was using my Im imagination in a destructive way. And your creative mechanism, guys, like it enters into our every act. It's always there. Okay. It's not only reserved to poets and philosophers. No, we all have it. We all have it. We're humans. We have the same brain. We have the same, our body wears the same. We just look different, but it's the same underneath. You know what I mean? So everybody activates it no matter what you do. So for imagination sets the goal picture that our automatic mechanism works on. Okay. So we act or fail to act, not because of will, but because of imagination. We usually think it's because of will, but it's because of your imagination that you act or fail to act because of what you've been thinking, what you've been, you literally like, like your life right now is a reflection of the decisions of the thoughts and actions you've been taking, you've been thinking, you've been making in the last two, three, four, five, six months. If you don't like your, your current situation, guess what? You created it. But guess what? Just as much you created this situation, you can create a new situation for yourself. Understand that. Most of the time we think, oh, she didn't do that because she didn't have the will to. No, she didn't. She doesn't think she can. Because she is imagining, she's putting up a scenarios in her mind that she can't do it. Therefore, she doesn't. Not because she, she doesn't have the wheel. She doesn't even think it's possible. And never forget, guys, that our nervous system, okay, that it can't really tell the difference between what's an imagined, like between an imagined experience and a real experience in either case okay it reacts automatically to information that you give it to from your forebrain it doesn't know what it's true or what's not you know what i mean like if you imagine yourself being in a penthouse like in miami downtown well it doesn't know if it's if you're just dreaming or if it's for real but if you're imagining yourself struggling no money it doesn't know if it's real or not you could have money but you're over there thinking you broke well guess what your brain thinks you're broke it doesn't know the difference Okay, so you don't act or feel based on how things really are, but you act and feel according to the image your mind holds of what they are like. So in life, there's how things are, and there's the image that you have of those things, your perception. They're the same, but the way you see what is, is not the same. You understand what I mean? So, for example, if you, like, I don't know how to, how to give an example for this, but like, let's say you fell from the stairs. Hey, you fell. You're not, like, it's not bad, but it, like, it hurts, but you good. Like me, I fell on ice. Okay. That's why I have my, this like that. Okay. So you fell. Whether you fell or not, you did fail. Like it hurts. Okay. 
so you can decide to react and be like, oh my God, my life sucks. I'm going to have a bad day. This life is some bullshit. I don't deserve this. I can't believe this. Oh my God. And start crying. Or you could just be like, and start laughing. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so silly. I just fell. Oh my God. Anyways, the same thing happened in both case, in both scenario. You fell. Your butt hurt. Okay. It hurts. You have a little scratch. It, that doesn't change. What changes how you see it. The first version, the first scenario of you being like, my life sucks. Oh my God. I can't believe this. I fell again. Life is trying to kill me right now. Well, guess what? Your whole day is ruined. The other scenario, you're like, oh my God, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so shy. I can't believe I fell. You're still happy. You just have, you just hurt a little. Same thing happened, but the way you saw it impacts how your day is going to go, what you're thinking, what you're telling yourself. This is like such a boring example, um, really bad at examples, but you get it. That's the point. Okay. So the truth is, is that you have mental um, images of yourself, of your world and the people around you. And you behave as though these images were the truth. The reality is you like what you see is just the perception of what you think of those things. So that's what you have to understand. You know, like I used to say that in a call. I don't remember when it was, but on a podcast, I'm like, we all have our own movies. Like our life, like you have your own movie. I have my own movie. They have their own movies. Like, and what I mean by that is we have our own world, our own perceptions. I'm in my own movie. Like I see things a certain way and you don't see things that way. A certain situation might be negative to you, positive to me, vice versa. Why? Because we have those mental images of what we think when you see something, you have a judgment right? You're going to judge whether it's positive or negative, and you're going to have that in your brain. So the way you judge it is going to impact what you're going to do about it, what you're going to think about it and all that stuff. Okay. So that's really the concept of imagination. Okay. Just so you understand, but now last part, why not imagine yourself successful, successful? Why not imagine yourself successful? You know, mental pictures offer us an opportunity to practice new traits and attitudes, which otherwise we could not do. So instead of playing the what if it doesn't work scenario, why don't you try the what if it does work scenario? What if it works better than I imagined? What if you impact even more lives that you thought you could, that, that you ever imagined? What if you actually make more money that you ever thought you could? What if you end up traveling the whole world and you never thought you could? Instead of playing the what if it doesn't work scenario, start playing the what if it does work. You know, what if it does work? So we literally just spent the last 30 minutes talking about the success mechanism and how we have a creative imagination and a destructive imagination. So now it's time to use these concepts in your advantage. So all you have to do is rehearse the role of a successful person. Because when you practice it, it's going to give you confidence. Let's say you want to speak on a stage, but you've never spoken on a stage before. Let's say, I'm just giving an example because that was a goal of mine and I've accomplished it this year many times. Let's speak on stage. I've never spoken on stage before. But you know what I do? What I was doing? I was imagining myself speaking on stage. Like, I want to do it so bad. I would imagine it. And guess what? I spoke on a $20 million stage in Vegas. I spoke on stage in Miami twice. On the $20 million stage in Vegas, twice at the Eric Worry Studio. If you're in network marketing, you know this is huge. Okay. I hosted two events. I was the host of my own event twice this year. Last year, I was speaking on Zoom and I spoke in a basement. You see how the difference? 
Why? Because I knew my goal was to speak on stage. I was looked, I was seeing myself speak on stage. I attracted it. And every time guys, it was an opportunity for me to like, it wasn't like obvious for me to be speaking on stage. It was like, I deserve to speak. Uh, they saw me for something. It, you know what I mean? Like it was just really the universe working in my favor because I kept imagining over and over again. I kept practicing it without realizing I was not speaking in front of my mirror and practicing a speech for real, but I was just seeing myself on stage. I would close my eyes and see myself speaking on stage. And even though I've never done it before, and you know, when I did speak on the $20 million stage, I didn't have a script. I didn't know what I was going to speak about. All I knew was the topic of my, because I was, I had two times, two chances to speak on stage. It was on a social media panel and I had like a two minute to speak on stage. And so um, to just say whatever. And I found out about that like five minutes before going on stage. And they're like, yeah, just say something for two minutes. Like, just go with the flow. And I was like, um, you could have told me because like there's thousands of people online watching me and like hundreds in front of me, but whatever. But because I, I saw that moment, I'm like, I'm meant for this. I just went and did it. So start playing the what if it works scenario for yourself and really see. And you know what I want you to do? Because we all have different definition of what being successful is and your definition of success is up to you i'm nobody to tell you what success is i have my definition of success but to some of you guys my definition of success you can't relate they'll be like yeah it's fine but that's not what successful is to me so what i want you guys to do is write down a list of what it means to be successful to you what does it mean for you to be a successful person, what does that entail? What does that person do? What does that person have? How does that person dress? How does that person speak? How does that person think? Write it down. Write it down. And you want to know what you want to do with that? You want to practice that. You want to practice it. So you look at that list, you're like, okay, so my definition of a successful person is she's confident or he's confident, example. Um, she works out every day. Okay. He works out. This is an example. Okay. Um, she makes this amount of money or he makes this amount of money. Um, that could be whatever you believe is successful. That's, that's up to you. It's not up to me. It's up to you. She dresses this way. She does this way. She acts this way. She does these things. She speaks on stage. She has social media, whatever. Some of you guys are not into social media. I know I use social media. This is what I do for, for a living. I use my social media. So this is important to me. Once you write it down, you look at these things and you're like, okay, so how can I start attracting that to my reality? First, believing it's yours. First, believing you're deserving of it. First, not stressing about it, not ha having anxiety, because guess what? You don't want to ruin the work of your success mechanism that's telling you, you told me the end goal. Now get out because I'm taking care of the how. Stop stressing in because you have to stress before the plan, not after the plan. And the plan is written out. Because as soon as you write it down, it's done. You're sending, you know that, right? As soon as you write it down, the, the signal is sent, like you sent it. So if you start stressing it, you're sending a new signal of stress. You don't want that because you're not going to be happy because you're going to end up stressed because you've attracted that into your life. So you want to be happy, guess what? Send happy signals. Snap yourself out of it. Call yourself out. And it's okay. Like sometimes I'm like, oh my God, did I just think something negative? No, I, I cancel. I cancel the signal, canceling it. Like, I want to be aware. Sometimes I'm scared of what I'm thinking. I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to attract the struggle. Like, you know, sometimes I talk to my friends and we want to talk about what we're struggling, but I'm like, you know, but I don't really want to say it. Cause like, if I say it, I might. So, you know, we look at each other and we're like, 
you know? So like everything is going well. And I'm like this, I'm like, everything is going super well. You know what I mean? Cause we don't want to say it. I'm like, I don't want to send the signal. We never know with this universe thing. Hey, always answers my, my freaking, you ask and you shall receive. So you know what I mean? So really write that down, write that down. And the key before you're able to become that person is you must see yourself in a role before you change. So I didn't speak on stage because I never thought I could. No, I spoke on stage because I saw me in my mind speaking on stage many times. And that's nothing compared to what I'm about to do in 2023, to the stages I'm about to speak on in 2023. Why? Because I'm I'm seeing myself there. Guys, I use like my speaking skills and everything. I mean, I can, I'm going to get so much better than this, obviously, but I used to not be as good. You know what I mean? Like I used to not have the level that I have today and I was still able to attract all of that. But why? Because I was like, I don't know how but I'm going to make it on stage. I don't know how, but listen, guys, I used to be one of you listening to this podcast on camera, taking notes, and I'm a podcast host today of this podcast. I talk about it. I've talked about it so many times, like a freaking old CD that's playing over and over again, but it's so true. Why? Because I saw them doing these calls and I was like, wow, like I want to do morning calls too. Like I want to be able to pour into others. And guess what? I'm a host now every Friday. So I'm going to give you an exercise that you could do every single day. Um, they say 30 minutes, you could do five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, depending, because it's not easy to do at the beginning. So I feel like if you start slowly, but surely you'll get there. And for 30 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever, ex- close your eyes and imagine your best self. Associate emotions, because when you associate emotions, you're um, creating response in your brain and patterns in your brain. Okay. And feelings to make it real. So that's what we call visualization. Put some high frequency music, put some guided meditation. Okay. I, I first, at first, to be honest, to me, it was way easier to have like guided meditation or just guided. Like if I just put high frequency music, I can get lost in my thoughts, but there's visualization where they guide you on your goals and they guide you on what to think. So it's easier to not go too far away from your thoughts. It's okay. By the way, guys, like it's normal if you meditate or if you visualize to sometimes you start thinking of other things, that's just okay. As long as you just think about it and let it go. And as long as it's not negative thoughts, it's okay. It's normal. Like our brain, we have like 30,000 thoughts a day. So it's normal for you to start thinking of other things. Just always try to recenter yourself and really like see yourself as the best version of yourself. Like what does that person look like? How does that person speak? How does that person think? And the more you do this exercise, the more your brain will start thinking that you are that person. Therefore, you will start acting as that person. Therefore, you will start having the results of that person. Therefore, you will have the life that you imagine. You understand how powerful that is? And some of you guys are like, you are crazy. And I'm telling you, I am not. I'm not. I I might look crazy, but I'm not. And I've seen a lot of people manifest lives that they never thought they could. Obviously, guys, there's the hard work part to this, which I'm not talking about in this in this call. This is really about your mental pictures and your success mechanism and the creative process and the creative instinct and all that stuff. But on another day, we'll talk about hard work and discipline and consistency because you guys know that's the drill. It's really a mix of both. It's not just thinking everything is going to happen, but like, you know, you think you're going to become a millionaire, but then you don't work like that's just not how it works. Okay. But as long as you know, you're doing the best that you can in your power, just know that it's going to be done, that the universe has better for you and that the universe has a plan for you. God or the universe, just the creator, our creator has a plan for us to have the life that we want and that the life that we deserve, but it's our job to allow it. 
the truth is, is that you're just closing yourself. You're, you're resisting abundance with your negative thoughts, with you overthinking that you can't do things, with you really like putting yourself in those, you are resisting it. You are resisting success. You are like, sometimes you think you want things, but all you're doing is overthinking and pushing it away. You tell me, oh, I want a big team. You tell me you want a big rank. You tell me you want a certain income. You tell me you want a certain job, but low key, you're scared. You're shitless. You're like, oh my God, if I actually get this job, I don't know what I'm going to do. That's what you're doing. So you think you want it, but you're, you're overthinking. You're pushing it away. The universe is not giving it to you. You're looking at you like, you look stressed as fuck. I'm not going to give you the goal you want. You look stressed. If I give it to you, you might be too overwhelmed and might go down and you might have a breakdown. That's, I don't want you to have that. So what does it do? Does it give you the blessing? It gives you other things to challenge you so you can learn, get better, so you can be ready for that blessing. You know? So I'm challenging you every day to write down a list, okay, of what a successful person is to you. I don't want you to share it with anybody. I don't want you to ask your parents, your mom, your spouse, your friends. No, because they all have a different, um, if I ask my family or my friends what their definition is, it's probably very different to mine. Very, very different. And it's okay. That's their definition. I have my own. Write it down. And then I want you to start thinking, okay, how can I implement that to my life? And I want you to imagine yourself being that person every day, whether it's two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, or 30 minutes, doesn't matter as long as you do it. Okay. So that was this today's call guys about discovering your servo, your servo mechanism, your success mechanism. I hope you guys got some value. Make sure to, if you listen to this podcast from Spotify or Apple music, make sure to tag me on Instagram to share your thoughts with me. My Instagram is at it's Sabrina Cividal. Be careful because I have a lot of fake accounts. I would never ask you for money. Um, just be aware of that. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you have a beautiful day.